It's time to eat. What are you hungry for? Sit down and get ready to consume an abundance of fantasy football knowledge from Ross Tucker and Joe Dolan. Feed me now. I'm starving. On the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast. Yeah, let's eat, baby. This is the Fantasy Feast Eating Podcast presented by DraftKings. I'm Ross Tucker. Former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. Now I got five podcasts. Well, Andrew Brandt does one of them on our platform, all available at RossTucker.com. But we've got the Even Money Betting Podcast, the College Draft Podcast, which is three in one. It's a college football podcast. It's an NFL draft podcast. It's a college football gambling podcast. Ross Tucker football podcast every day, including Greg Cosell today. And yes, We are doing the Fantasy Feast a day later than we normally do. Scheduling issues for myself and Brian. It happens every once in a while, but we're still getting this posted early afternoon, Thursday morning, because you need your Joe Dolan fix. At FG underscore Dolan on Twitter. Joe is a legend. Love that shirt. No idea what that means. What does that mean, Joe? Uh, So... Oh, yeah, Cooley, uh, Hood, and Isbell, the drive-by truckers. Uh, the uh, It's Mike Cooley, Patterson Hood, and Jason Isbell, a little Alabama right there because they're from Alabama, you see. And uh, I think I think at least Cooley and Hood would be proud of the hat, too. So, uh, no, this is uh, Mike Cooley, Jason Isbell, and drive by, and uh, Patterson Hood, the three guitar players of the, of the classic lineup of the drive-by truckers. Jason has since gone solo but they remain on a very good relationship now allow me to uh, ross you have influence you're a former nfl player allow me to just say my dream concert is to see jason isbell with the drive-by truckers that is my dream i had an opportunity i started listening to the drive-by truckers when i was in college um first song i ever heard by them was one of jason's songs never going to change um they came around to a place at Penn State. It was called Lulu's. It is now a Sheets. They turned they turned the night the nightclub and, and music venue into a Sheets in downtown State College, Pennsylvania. The show was 21 and over. It was right after the truckers released A Blessing and a Curse. I wasn't 21 yet. By the time I was 21, Jason was gone from the band. I st- I love Jason. I've seen Jason. Dozens of times. I've seen the truckers dozens of times. I've never seen them share the stage. That is my dream concert. So do it for me. I'm in Greenville, South Carolina, not too far from y'all. Do do it for Dolan. I've never heard of those guys a second in my life. It doesn't matter. What matters is fantasypoints.com is where you should go to get your fantasy football information. 21 Feast. And if you listen to the Raw Tucker podcast, you know how you can go ahead and still win one of these copies of the glorious Madden video game. And, of course, you always want to go to FantasyPoints.com, like I said. Um, Let's dive right into it, Joe. Let's get to Thursday Night Football. Bucks and the Eagles, there's a lot to talk about here. Ross, I'm going to use a technical term here. This one has the potential to be a fantasy rip snorter. Like a lot of points. Uh, the Buccaneers defense has been struggling in the secondary. Richard Sherman has been a good addition. 
Um, but they're still struggling in the secondary. They got injury issues, obviously. Murphy Bunting and Carlton Davis and Antoine Winfield. Um, Devontae Smith's got an opportunity to have a big game here. Zach Ertz. Dallas Goddard's on the COVID list. Zach Ertz. No Levante David. No Antoine Winfield. He's got an opportunity to have a strong game here. Those of you in single game DFS, I have my cousin texting me asking me, what about Ertz as a sneaky captain? And I kind of agree with that. Uh, I think it's a, an opportunity. However, I will say this. If there is a chance for an NFL team to have negative rushing attempts in a game, Philadelphia Eagles tonight against Tampa Bay. The Eagles don't run the ball anyway. How about this? Over their last three games, Eagle running backs have 26 carries. Combined. Over the last three games. Derrick Henry's gone over 26 carries in each of his last four games individually. The Eagles do not run the ball. They are pushing the limits of what, what the, you know, a, a, analytics Twitter's like, oh, we, know, we never say the run games are relevant. We just don't know what the, what the limit is. Let me, let me just say I think the Eagles are below the limit, all right? Like, they're below it. They, they have no physicality in their offense. They've got to establish something, but I just don't know this is the week to do it against Tampa Bay's run defense. Tampa Bay's run defense is 30 yards per game better than the second-best run defense in the NFL, which is the Cleveland Browns absurd the Eagles aren't going to run the well Jalen Hurts might run the ball a little bit but I sure as heck don't expect Miles Sanders to come out let's just put it this way I don't think Nick Sirianni's busting out the wing T tonight <laughs> what about the Bucks on the other side uh, uh the matchup I like the best is for Chris Godwin in the slot 6-1 over Avante Maddox 5-9 the Eagles have started to shadow a little bit they're still playing predominantly zone but they started to shadow Darius Slay Darius Slay did a phenomenal job on DJ Moore last week uh, was Pro Football Focus's highest graded corner of the week. Again, in season long, you're starting Mike Evans. You're starting Antonio Brown. But on the perimeter, Darius Slay, Steven Nelson had a huge game for Philadelphia. And the key for Philadelphia, can you pressure Tom Brady, who's dealing with the thumb injury? Can you get after Brady? Um, if that's the case, maybe the Buccaneers choose what every other team has decided the last three weeks since Philadelphia has lost Brandon Graham. We are going to run the ball. The Eagles have given up an individual 100-yard rusher in three consecutive games. Ezekiel Elliott, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, and Shuba Hubbard. Don't be shocked if Leonard Fournette goes up and over that total in tonight's game. How about the London game this week, Joe? The Dolphins at the Jags. Oh, cheerio. Uh, yeah, what a god-awful game this is. Um, let's just see if... Uh, Tua Tonga-Vailoa can be back and can be effective for Miami. I mean, Miami's offense, this is, this is by the way, Ross, uh, it's un uncanny how this keeps happening <clears throat> with these London games. This is a matchup between the team with the worst point differential in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, and the team with the second worst point differential in the NFL, the Jacksonville Jaguars. These are the two worst teams in the NFL by point differential. Yikes. Um, Per Sports Info Solutions EPA metric, it, it's their play-by-play -play value metric, only two quarterbacks have been less valuable than Jacoby Brissett this year, Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. So Tua Tungabailoa, though he wasn't much better in that metric than, than Jacoby Brissett, you would like to think, is an upgrade. Devontae Parker, by the way, is dinged up. He's got a hamstring injury. One matchup I do like is Jalen Waddell on Chris... Uh, Chris Claybrooks, 
He is the slot corner for the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's given up uh, on all seven of his targets in the slot for Sports Info Solutions. He has given up seven receptions for 100 yards. I think it's a good matchup for Jalen Waddle in particular this week. And if you want to mess with Miami's backfield, well, I think Miles Gaskin's the right guy. Miami has been very strange with their backfield utilization. They're certainly a team that believes we can put anybody back there and we're, we can be good. Well, they haven't been good this year. But Jalen, uh, uh, Miles Gaskin had 10 catches and two touchdowns last week. You would like to think that can earn him some more snaps going forward. What about the Jags offensively? Well, you know, Marvin Jones and LaVisca Chenault, those are their two perimeter wide receivers. They combined for... Two catches on nine targets last week, while seven targets go to converted defensive back Jamal Agnew and five targets go to Tavon Austin. Herbs, bud. Herbs, what are you doing, man? What are you doing? (laughs) Um, Ross, the most mind-boggling play of Jacksonville's week five loss was fourth and goal from the one-inch line. They hand the ball to Carlos Hyde. James Robinson is going nuts. The guy looks like Earl Campbell for the entire game, and you give the ball to Carlos Hyde at the one. Now, Urban Meyer said Trevor Lawrence doesn't know how to sneak yet. I mean, I think I know how to sneak. You fall forward. <laughs> uh, like, how about working on? How about working on all summer? Now, I mean, uh, just. Uh, but here's the thing with James Robinson. He has at least 19 touches in three straight games. As a result, he has finished as the RB4, the RB9, and the RB11 over those three weeks. He has got to be in your lineup against Miami. In the passing game, I mean, I I just dropped Marvin Jones in a league. I just don't feel comfortable with this passing game. But one guy I think you could use is Dan Arnold. Less than two weeks after trading C.J. Henderson for a package involving Arnold, Arnold ran 28 routes. That was second most on the team behind only Marvin Jones. He had six catches for 64 yards on a team leading eight targets. All those led the team. Even though he fumbled, they kept him out there. Dan Arnold is going to have some value as a fantasy tight end. Let's get to Kansas City and Washington. I have to imagine, Joe, everybody you have should be playing in this game with these defenses. This is, to me, like a keeper game. Speaking of keepers, two out of three men will experience some form of hair loss by the time they're 35. More than 50 million men, including me and Joe, in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness. Why do you think if you watch YouTube.com slash Raw Soccer NFL, Joe wears a hat every week? There are only two FDA-approved medications that can prevent hair loss. Keeps offers both. I am telling you, go look at me on TV. Look at pictures of me over the last 10 years. It works, dude. It works. Now, you can literally see pictures. I have as much hair as I had five years ago, seven years ago, all thanks to keeps that start at just $10 a month. But if you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, just go to keeps.com slash feast to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash feast to get your first month free keeps.com slash feast. And that's my point, Joe. If you have any Washington football players or any Chiefs, you should keep them in your lineups presented by keeps because these defenses are terrible. 
Ross, Kansas City's defense is the worst in the NFL. Taylor Heineke, who's coming off a bad game against New Orleans, is a stream-worthy option this week. Um, obviously, you expect Terry McLaurin to go nuts in this game. If you want, we, we've, we've spent some time talking about some stream-worthy tight ends. Well, there's one on Washington, Ricky Seals-Jones, who basically played the Logan Thomas role. Now he dropped the touchdown pass, but he's going to have an opportunity to uh, to keep it going in this game. Antonio Gibson... You would think he's going to get some work, but this could also be a J.D. McKissick game because Washington's playing hurry up. I mean, Washington, the guys you're looking at here, um, Adam Humphreys is is in play on your single-game DFS slates. Deami Brown's hurt. Curtis Samuel's dealing with the groin. But you've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of options here. And Kansas City's Kansas City. I mean, I know Patrick Mahomes is not playing Patrick Mahomes-level football, but you got to play Mahomes. you got to play Kelsey. you got to play – Tyreek Hill. We'll see what happens with those secondary receivers. Apparently, Josh Gordon is going to get more work this week, but Mecole Hardman had a strong game uh, last week. And then in the backfield, if you're starting one of the two Kansas City backs with Clyde Edwards-Alaire on IR, it will be Daryl Williams for me. Daryl Williams was talking this week. He said he's really excited for the opportunity. So Daryl Williams is on the RB2 radar. You're 100% right, Ross. It's a stardom if you got him game. We can move on to the Rams and the Giants. Joe, I got to tell you something, dude. Mm-hmm. I freaking love Kadarius Tony. Is he-, he is the new human joystick. He And, and they're going to have to give him the ball. There's no Saquon and no Galladay this week, right? Well, he's also dinged up as well uh, with the ankle injury, but it looks like he's going to go as we talk right now. Uh, is it possible for the Giants to draft a normal wide receiver? <laughs> The guy catches 10 passes, and he's he's headbutting teammates. He's tapping his concussed quarterback on the head, and then he's throwing punches. That's To, to borrow from, from, from the great Jim Valvano, that's a full day. That's, that's a heck a, of a day. That's a heck of a day. If you, if you punch a teammate, if you punch an opponent, headbutt a teammate and catch 10 passes, let me tell you, you do that every day, you're going to have some sort of life. Canarius Tony, yeah, I mean, he's, he should be picked up in every single fantasy league at this point. They don't really have options of otherwise. Um, it's Thursday. They don't concu- – concussions, you do, you're not going to learn until the weekend if a guy is fully past the protocol. So we have to wait on Daniel Jones. But Mike Lennon got Kadarius Tony the ball as well. Devont- uh, Devontae Booker's on the RB2 radar this week. We'll see if Sterling Shepard is back. It looks like he's going to be able to work his way back. But if Kadarius Tony plays, are they going to play him out of the slot and push – you know, Darius Slayton now, uh, excuse me, uh, Sterling Shepard outside, Darius Slayton could be back as well. Um, the guys I'm really focusing on here are, are Devontae Booker and Canarius Tony, as you said, Ross. That's a uh, that that's a guy who they need to get the ball into the hands of. No question. What about for the Rams? I wonder if there's going to be a little bit more balance now in the passing game because – uh, we talked uh, last week, Robert Woods throwing the hissy fit on the sidelines, and then he has squeaky wheel, squeaky wheel game. Um, I think maybe this was a, an opportunity for Matthew Stafford to go out and say, you know what, I love Cooper Cup, but, man, this guy can play too. This guy's a really good player, Robert Woods. Uh, he had the 12 catches for 150 yards last week. Um, he's He and Cup are, are must-starts. Daryl Henderson is a must-start. And Matthew Stafford is a must-start in this game. One guy who's been a disappointment, though, continues to be Tyler Higby. The usage is there. The production is not. He did get in the end zone. I saw him dropped in a couple of my leagues. 
The tight end position is a barren wasteland. I'm still going to count on players who have uh, who have strong usage, even if the production's not there. Count Tyler Higby among that group. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I like uh, I have Higby in a couple leagues. Not real happy with what's going on there. I am happy about people that overcome the odds, rewrite the playbook, deliver under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere, like the Rams have, with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. Who's working for everyone in the Texans and the Colts? Your boy Carson Wentz put up 400 yards passing, and Davis Mills lit up the Patriots. What the heck happened this past uh, weekend, Joe? Yeah, Ross, the, the when, when people call fantasy football a dumb game, and believe me, those of us in the industry call it a dumb game just as much as anybody does. When Davis Mills goes for 312, Against notorious rookie stymier Bill Belichick's defense. And Brandon Cooks catches three passes for 23 yards. That's why fantasy football is a dumb game. Um, Look, I I can't sit here and tell you that Davis Mills is going to go for 300 yards again, even though it's a better matchup. I can't sit here and tell you that Chris Conley and Chris Moore are going to go ham on the Indianapolis Colts the way they did against against the New England Patriots. I just can't sit here and tell you that. Davis Mills had an all-time awful game a couple weeks ago against Buffalo. I feel like the real Davis Mills is somewhere in between. The only Texan I can play continues to be Brandon Cooks. Um, Ross, I'll continue to harp on this. I mean, I'm beating a dead horse, but I was right when I said it at week two, and I'm right now. People who blew their fab budget on Mark Ingram after week one were making a sucker bet. I mean, they're not, they, they have a four-man running back rotation. It, it's a mess with Houston. Um, Indianapolis is dinged up. They just got torched by Hollywood Brown. Um, but it, they got torched by Mark Andrews. But there's not a tight end you feel great about with Houston. Brandon Cooks are bust, as, as usual, for Houston. What about for the Colts? Yeah, Wentz, I mean, again, there was uh, – if you're an Eagle fan, there was your dream. Carson Wentz comes out. For the first time this year, by the way, I would say he looked good. Like, I thought he had been fine up until then, but he looks good on national television and the Colts still lose. The time is ticking, dude. Clock's ticking, dude. If the Colts are, if the Colts are not going to give up their first-round pick, Carson Wentz better decide to start sucking it up sometime soon. Um, the Colts, though – are probably super encouraged by what they saw from Wentz. You know, against Houston, Michael Pittman had a big game. He made a great play. Uh, Wentz was drilled by that blitzing uh, linebacker, um, and the ball was underthrown, but Michael Pittman went up and mossed the defender and scored his first touchdown of the year. That's just going to earn more trust for Michael Pittman from Carson Wentz. Jonathan Taylor obviously has to be in your lineup. Um, I have no idea what Frank Reich's usage is. Like It's like he's like, well, we got three guys. We're going to use three guys. You know, Jonathan Taylor goes for 170 yards from scrimmage and two touchdowns, and you got to get Marlon Mack going. I don't get it. And another one thing I don't get: Mo Ali Cox, the adult film star, in week in week four. <laughs> oh, Ross, I know you like. Uh, uh, the, uh, I don't know this for a fact. There's got to be somebody called Ali Cox out there on on the interwebs. There's got to be. 
Like I'm just saying, but Mo Alley Mo Alley Cox and uh, DJ Dallas are the two adult film stars of the National Football. <laughs> um, uh, so Mo Alley Cox, two weeks ago, he scores two touchdowns. He plays a season high 69 percent of the snaps. Quotes after the game: I've been telling Carson, throw it up. I'm gonna get it. And then what happens? He puts up 50 yards in week five, which is his second highest total of the year on his second lowest snap share of the year. I don't understand what what Frank Reich's usage is, but the Colts are a frustrating team for fantasy because it just seems like there's no rhyme or reason to their player personnel usage. You just know you got to play Taylor. Uh, And by the way, T.Y. Hilton's coming back to practice this week. Um, I don't know if he's going to play this week with the neck injury, but he's coming back to practice. Let's see how he works in. Is he going to take snaps from Michael Pittman? I would hope not, but it's Frank Reich. So we got some questions about that. Let's get to Cincinnati and Detroit. Bengals offense is pretty legit, pretty fun to watch. The Lions just heartbreak hotel, man, every game. What do you got for me in this one? They compete, Ross. Like, Yes, I love them. I, I like watching them. The Bengals, let's start here. Um, sometimes you maybe get desensitized. You're a former player, Ross, so you probably don't, but I I, I get sometimes us, the viewer, we do, um, to how violent the game is. And then you see a guy listed on the injury report with a throat injury, and he has to rest his voice this week. That's Joe Burrow. These guys are tough, man. Uh, Joe Burrow getting hit in the throat as a throat contusion. Um, he uh, had to go to the hospital. He's okay. He's going to play. But, I mean, it just shows you how tough these guys are. Uh, Jamar Chase is a top three fantasy option this week. Detroit has been getting crushed by perimeter wide receivers. Hollywood Brown should have scored three touchdowns on them, dropped them all three. Justin Jefferson had the big game last week. Um, This is a spot for Jamar Chase to utterly blow up for you DFS players. Um, Joe Mixon made it out of the game okay last week. The problem was he wasn't 100%, and Samaj P. Ryan looked better than him. But Samaji P. Ryan is on the COVID list, so we got to keep an update on that to see what's going on in that Bengal backfield. But right now, I think Joe Burrow, I mean, Joe Burrow and those three receivers, Higgins and Boyd, and obviously Chase, are, are all in play this week. But I really, really like Chase against the Detroit Lions. That is the guy I'm highlighting this week. What about for the Lions offensively? How about your guy, DeAndre Swift? He's like, awesome. there's running over a guy, and then there's running over a guy. Yeah, I mean, he's just awesome. Like, I get the truck stick out, and he's not a guy you anticipate to do that. So he's just a fun guy to watch. This team is entirely built in the backfield. DeAndre Swift, I, I liken this backfield to, like, from a couple of years ago, the Chargers with Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler but a worse version because the Lions are worse. But it really hasn't mattered because, you know, DeAndre Swift's still an RB1. His usage is through the roof. Jamal Williams is a guy you can plug in as an RB3 and hope he gets in the end zone. couple of things to point out. Sometimes you just have to admit what you don't know. I don't know what's going on with TJ Hawkinson. I thought this guy, I mean, early in the season, it looked like he was going to blow up. They've had offensive line issues. Maybe he's in there to block, chip block a little bit more. But he's running a ton of routes. I mean, I don't know what's going on. He's just not producing. I think the injury, I think he's dealing with a knee. That might have something to do with it. But, uh, I, I, again, the usage is high. I think you have to ride it out. But it's a little, it, not a little bit disappointing. It's very disappointing. But, I mean, the backfield, DeAndre Swift, you got to play. Jamal Williams is an RB3. 
Um, Quintez Cephas is out for the year with a shoulder injury. The guy who has led them in targets the last two weeks, he was a rookie. He's a fourth-round pick. I thought he should have gone higher than that. Out of the University of Southern California, his name is Amon Ross St. Brown. We talked about him this offseason. You need receiver help in your league. See if he's on the waiver wire. He's led the Lions in targets the last two weeks. Next up, we've got the Packers and the Chicago Bears. But first, I must tell you, Joe, I manscaped two days ago. It's a Thursday. I manscaped on Tuesday. I'm pretty happy about it, actually. Made me feel a lot better about myself. Made me feel a lot cleaner. And made me feel more confident if you catch my drift. You can do the same. You should do the same. By the way, everybody manscapes, right? Like, you guys are not – like, this is not – we're not barbarians, okay? Go to Manscaped. Use the code FEAST20 at manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping. I'm telling you, if you if you're still using old school like razors or like scissors, no, no, no. They actually have equipment now, like the lawnmower 4.0, that is specifically designed to be able to trim your man parts without you getting hurt at all. It's called advanced skin safe technology. That's the key. It just buzzes all off. Everywhere you want to buzz and get it off, I like my buzz noise. It will buzz it off for you. And it might be a great way to win a free Madden. 20% off plus free shipping with the code FEAST20 at manscaped.com. They'll throw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers, the Shed Travel Bag. It is amazing. That's 20% off with the free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code FEAST20. Stiff arm your pubes out of the playoffs this year with Manscaped. All right, Joe. Pack. Bears. Go. All right, Ross. So here we go with the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields drops back like four times a game, um, which makes their receivers really hard to trust. You would think maybe they have to drop back more in this game, and he's been going down the field uh, to uh, Darnell Mooney quite a bit, Allen Robinson out of the slot. This is a team that has a lot of injury issues in the secondary of the Green Bay Packers. So I think it's a week you could use Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson, but use them tentatively. In the backfield, I think a lot of people are going to be worried about what happened last week. Damian Williams came through for you if you used him, but he was out-snapped and out-carried by Khalil Herbert. I don't think that happens this week. Khalil Herbert was in in the second half quite a bit when they were playing from ahead against the Raiders. Um, I think this is a Damian Williams week in the backfield for the Chicago Bears. What about for the pack? Well, the pack, I mean, they're they're the pack. Aaron Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, for sure. I wonder if Randall Cobb's becoming a thing, uh, you know, with MVS on IR. Um, His snaps are going up. Just just keep an eye on him if you need some wide receiver help. Tunyon's gone over eight receiving yards in one of five games. He's dead for fantasy. The other guy who's interesting is Aaron Jones. Uh, excuse me, A.J. Dillon. Out of the backfield. He's kind of he's in there. They're they're using him out of the uh, as a pass catcher. I kind of wonder if he is going to start to have some standalone flex value here with the Packers projected to play from ahead. You know, you got four teams on by this week. Maybe you have Saquon Barkley. He's injured. 
you're not really sure what to do with Devontae Booker. I think A.J. Dillon is an opportunity to get in your flex lineup this week. And with bye weeks coming up, more and more teams being off any given week, you're going to have to get these guys in here who you hope you get 8 to 10 points out of. It's a good point, Joe. Really good point. Um, We got up next the Chargers and the Ravens. What I love about the Chargers and the Ravens is that either one of them could have had the DraftKings performance of the week Mm -hmm. presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. It could have been Herbert, but I think we've already picked Herbert before, and it was Lamar Jackson's time. It was Lamar Jackson's time to be the Bacardi Spiced Rum DraftKings performance of the week, 45.88 fantasy points, 37 of 43, 442 yards, four touchdowns, ran for 62 yards. Unbelievable performance by Lamar Jackson. What does it mean, Joe, for obviously for him, but what about the running backs? They haven't run it that well the last two weeks, but they are throwing it a lot better. Yeah, so here's the deal. 523 yards the Ravens gained on Monday Night Football. Lamar Jackson counted for 504 of them. That's ridiculous. Um, he had he had the game of his life. It was the best game I've ever seen him play. You know, and I, I was asked this on a radio spot this week. They're like, you know, yeah, what about that backfield? You know, the Ravens, and they run the ball. And uh, the guys you want on this team are the pass catchers right now. Hollywood Brown is the wide receiver six. Mark Andrews is the tight end two. So those guys are in your lineup. Uh, Rashad Bateman's coming back this week. Um, I'm sure he's going to be a part-time player. Should have an opportunity with Sammy Watkins injured, but somebody who's just more of a bench stash. But let's look at the backfield. And here's the thing. The Chargers are a team that gets run on. They have that two-deep look. You know, the Cowboys decided to run on them. The Chiefs decided to run on them. Uh, Last week, the Browns ran all over them with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The problem is, who is the back? You trust in Baltimore. It's Latavius Murray has been really bad. I mean, according to Pro Football Focus, um, and this was from Kent Wayrock, he put a tweet out there um, that shows like on a on an x-axis and a y-axis from Pro Football Focus, um, running backs explosive rush rate and force mixed tackle attempt. So essentially, it's how how often are they breaking tackles and how often are they going for explosive runs. On the X and the Y axis, Latavius Murray was in the bottom left-hand corner, meaning he has no explosive runs and he's not breaking any tackles. Essentially, he's been the least effective back in football. So do the Ravens decide, look, we're going to start to give Tyson Williams more work? I'm not really sure. If you have to play a Raven back, and it is a good matchup against, against the Chargers, who are getting crushed on the ground, it has to be Latavius Murray, but I don't feel good about it. That 43-game streak of 100 or more rushing yards ended last week it needed to end they weren't winning the game unless Lamar Jackson broke that record himself he was getting guys wide ass open through the air he was hitting them he was he was just dropping back in the pocket delivering the ball accurately if the Ravens are going to score a lot of points it's going to be on the arm and legs of Lamar Jackson what about the Chargers on the other side Chargers are one of those great fantasy teams because they have five guys you consider. Um, Four of them are must-starts. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler is the RB2, by the way. Um, Mike Williams, who's the wide receiver, too. And then there's Keenan Allen. The Ravens, I I think this is a Keenan Allen week. The Ravens have allowed 61.2% of their fantasy points allowed to wide receivers to come from the slot. 
I think this is a Keenan Allen week for the Baltimore uh, for the uh, for the LA Chargers. So I like him in DFS. Now, look, you're starting those guys in season long anyway. But Keenan Allen, I really like this week. I think he's got a big game ahead of him. Love it. All right. Last but not least for the first episode of the show that's so nice, we do it twice. It's the Vikings and the Panthers. Some A lot of interesting things going on here, especially at the running back spot. Yeah, so uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, I would think, is going to play at this point. He was limited in practice last week. He was limited in practice on Wednesday. But I think they were ramping him up to play. Obviously, you've got to put him in your lineup. <laughs> DJ Moore had a tough matchup last week. Um, Darius Slay followed him around and shut him down. Um, Sam Darnold didn't play well against Philadelphia. So that was twofold uh, for DJ Moore against against Minnesota. He's back in the saddle. Robbie Anderson threw a hissy fit on the sideline. Um, and, you know, he, he got behind the Eagle defense once and Avante Maddox made a great play to recover. And then Robbie Anderson ended up not having a good game at all. He hasn't been good all season. The only time he's gone over 10 fantasy points was when he caught one pass in week one, but it was a 57-yard touchdown. I wonder if this is a little bit of a squeaky wheel game for Robbie Anderson against Minnesota. Um, from Minnesota's perspective, uh, Kirk Cousins is in play this week against Carolina. Um, they got a lot of speed on the perimeter. Um Dante Jackson is going to deal with uh, with Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen's been a disappointment the last couple of weeks. But what happens? When they needed Adam Thielen to make a play late in that game against the Lions, he made them. Going into the final drive of that game, Adam Thielen didn't have a catch. And then he makes two of the biggest plays, maybe the biggest plays of the game for the, for the Minnesota Vikings for 40 yards um, and sets up the game-winning field goal last week. Um, so I, I'm still – Firing up Adam Thielen as a wide receiver three, but he has been a little disappointing. And again, check the status of the backfield. If Dalvin Cook plays, you got to play Dalvin Cook. If he doesn't play, you have to play Alexander Madison. You have no choice. No question. Um, What about on the other side in Carolina? Yeah, DJ Moore had a tough matchup last week against Darius Slay. Um, I think DJ Moore is back in the saddle. Um, Unfortunately, one thing that I think you saw happen was Sam Darnold proved or at least showed that there's still some jet Sam Darnold and Sam Darnold last week. And that concerns me about Carolina. Hopefully if he gets Christian McCaffrey back this week, some of those mistakes that he's made the last two weeks get cleaned up. Love it, Joe. That is episode one in the books. We will record episode two with the Sunday late game, Sunday nighter and Monday nighter right now and put it in your app shortly after midnight at FG underscore Dolan, at Ross Tucker NFL, and FantasyPoints.com using the code 21FEAST. I'm full. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Feast podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker football podcast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and the College Draft, all available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. A lot of times on the show, I mentioned DraftKings. Here's what you need to know. You got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or in Indiana, 109-WITH-IT. By the way, if what I was talking about included a deposit bonus, it doesn't always. Sometimes it does. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough, and deposit bonuses are paid out in site credit. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.